Now, what are you watching? What are you guys watching? What are you watching? What are you watching, guys? What's this show? Is it new? What is this show? What are you watching? What are you watching? What are you watching? Okay, that's it. That's enough screen time, people. Let's all take a 10-minute break. No more TV. Turn it off now. Hey, welcome back to Screen Time is Cancelled. I'm Aaron. I'm Andy. And we are back after a month-long hiatus. We moved. We did. I mean, we're still here. It's not like we've moved channels or networks or right. Different no, time we, slot. we moved houses. Yes. So we're back now, and we're better than ever. This is going to be. This is going to be our new screen time is canceled 2.0. It's going to be sell it, dude. No, it's going to be hotter. It's going to be sexier. It's going to be too hot for podcasting. It's going to have hotter takes and cooler hosts. That's going to be us. You can leave now. <laughs> Sorry, hotter takes and cooler host singular. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. <laughs> so good luck living up to that. I'm uh-huh. going to go. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start a new podcast with much lower expectations. Oh, sweet. I didn't know we had expectations at all. Woo. Low stakes hot takes is what I'm going to call it. That's a good name. Isn't it? Good job. Yeah. Thanks. I think I'm repeating a joke I've made previously. Oh, all right. But hopefully it wasn't here. So it'll be <laughs> new to you. New to our audience. <laughs> Do you remember back in the 90s? Uh, NBC had that musty TV stuff. Yeah. The big, and then in the summer they would do reruns, and when because they couldn't do their like promos for musty TV, because obviously you know they're off for the summer, no new a- no new episodes of Friends and Seinfeld and Mad About You and all that. So they had their big like advertising thing was if you haven't seen it before, it's new to you. Just being like, hey, did you miss yeah. episodes from from last season? Come watch them now. Because I vaguely remember that. And I remember thinking as like a 10-year-old, like, that's a really clever advertising campaign. That was before re-watching TV shows over and over and over again for comfort was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's before NBC realized, that, like, oh, there's a whole generation of people out there who will just watch The Office and Parks and Rec and repeat forever. Yep. And how do we make money off of that? I mean, they figured it out. Yeah, I guess so. I would I would be interested to know how much money those networks make just off of people rewatching their shit on, well, probably not Netflix anymore, because then they all got pulled for Peacock TV. Mm-hmm. But how much money they were making from Netflix year after year of just people watching The Office over and over again. People who still have cable. How are you? <laughs> are you okay? What? Why? Do we need to talk? I mean, I I feel like I've talked to my parents about this before, and I mean, they're older, so it's less of a thing, because the answer is they can't figure out technology well enough to (laughs) get all the apps that they would need to watch all the shows that they like. But why? (laughs) Do you need help? Do you need, like, lines are open. Call in if you need any help with this. (laughs) We can walk you through setting up a Roku, or uh, I'm sure, you know, between the... three of us we could find you someone who will sell you an unlocked fire stick i'm sure we could find someone probably we could help you figure it out over zoom yeah speaking of zoom <gasps> oh my god best segue ever there's fireworks going off for that amazing segue this week we watched a show on netflix called ricky zoom ricky zoom Zoom, 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 zoom. Is it a BBC show or is it just that they have British accents? So I was curious about that myself because some of the characters have British accents. Not all of them. No, all of them except the the guy from the first was episode. It, was it only the extremely arrogant show-offy guy? Yes. Oh, okay. Which we'll, we'll get to him, but okay. it was only him. 
Well, so I was reading through the Wikipedia code. Wikipedia. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm drinking a sour cider. It's a Birds of Paradise Moscow Mule Cider from uh, Graft Cider in Newburgh, New York. And I think it's already getting to me. Oh, well, since we're talking about it this week, I'm drinking an Owl's Brew Boozy Tea and Botanicals. And it's Darjeeling Tea and Hibiscus Flowers. Those things it's are so good. Quite tasty. These aren't plugs unless, you know. You want them to be Owl's Brew slash Graft Cider. Yeah. Yeah. These, they're both very good. Which is why I can't say Wikipedia right now. <laughs> hey, you just did it. Yeah, I did it. So I was looking at Ricky Zoom on Wikipedia and I got very confused because I was reading about it and it's like, oh, it's produced by Hasbro Entertainment One. Like, of course, Hasbro would be produced. Like, Spin Masters produces TV yeah, shows. Of course. So, of course, Hasbro is going to be producing TV shows. And wouldn't you know it, Ricky Zoom has its own line of toys. Oh. I'm sure, you know, the look of surprise and shock in your face is just right there. And it's in collaboration with. MAGA Animation Studios, which I'm guessing is different from the cult. Okay. The series was first released on, I read this as YouTube Kids. And I thought, oh, we haven't done a YouTube Kids show yet. I didn't realize there was a YouTube Kids thing. That's cool. We haven't done anything from them. But no, this is Yuku Kids, which is a video hosting service based in Beijing. Oh. And is a subsidiary of Alibaba Group Holding Limited. I don't really have any information about them. So not a BBC show. No, it's not a BBC show. This is this is produced by a toy company for a Chinese streaming service. Okay. (laughs) And something about MAGA Animation Studio. Again, probably not associated with the cult. But definitely British actors doing the majority of the voices. Yes. And they are all from different things. Like things we would know? Yes. Ah. And so when we uh well when we talk about the characters, something like that, I'll point those out as they as they happen. So Ricky Zoom is a show about four vehicles. I guess kind I of guess. Like motorcycles and well, a, and well a they're trike. not all motorcycles though, right? Like, but basically, one's a Vespa, one's a motorcycle, one's a dirt bike, and one's like a weird three wheel ATV, yeah, or something. Yeah, that's basically it. And they're they're all like younger. If if motorcycles and things had ages, <laughs> they would be young. Um, Do you have their names? Because I've got their names. There's Ricky Zoom. Yep, good. Well spotted. That's all I've got. Uh, although one of them's named Loop, right? Loop Hoopla. <laughs> all right, so we'll, we'll step back. Ricky Zoom is played by an actor whose name I didn't write down. I didn't write down any of these actors' names, but I can tell you what they're from. Okay. This fair. is irresponsible. Ricky Zoom is played by the kid who played young Tim in the Detective Pikachu movie. Okay. So main character. Yep. The young version of him in gotcha. flashbacks, played by uh, plays Ricky Zoom. Loop Hoopla is the blue one, who is the focus. focus dirt bike. Yeah, the dirt bike in the focus of the first episode we watched. He's played by the guy who does the voice of Inkling and Shellington on oh. Octonauts and Sir Topham Hat on the current oh. incarnation of Thomas the Tank Engine. Wow, these are people. Scudio Whizbang. No. Yes. No. Scudio Whizbang. I don't accept that. Is the yellow one. Is the dumbest name I've ever heard. <laughs> You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like something that they would sell at, like, a British good humor truck. Like, you'd yes. walk up to it and you'd ask for a Scudio Whizbang, and it would just end up being, like, the snow cone with the gumball at the like, bottom. What are you having for for breakfast? Bangers and mash? What are you having for dessert? Scudio, Scudio Whizbang. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be something really boring, like a very standard treat that you'd get anywhere. Vanilla ice cream with chocolate coating. <laughs> but that's a Scudio Whizbang. <laughs> 
And uh, the, the fourth one is the, the Green ATV is DJ Rumbler. And that's someone who did various voices in The Amazing World of Gumball, which is a show I see crop up places and see actors that we talk about on this podcast show up there. But I have no idea what Gumball is. It's DJ Rumbler? DJ Rumbler. All right. Who's taking that as their DJ name? That, that's a pretty horrible DJ name. <laughs> Simon Lipkin is the actor's name. Possibly worse or equally worse than Scudio Whizbang <laughs> is the name of the other focus, I suppose, of the first story that we watched, which is the American motorcycle, who's apparently famous mm. and comes to this town wherever it does it have a stupid it vehicle related name? Does like it's it always like, does? It's a Wheelford. Oh jeez. All right. <laughs> of course it does. Um I think what I like is that you can, like, in your voice, you can hear your eyes rolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, anywho, so the American hotshot comes to town to perform stunts and crap. And, of course, his name is Steel Awesome, <laughs> which, I don't know. I feel like that's worse because that's less creative than Scudio Whizbang. Steel Awesome sounds to me like, did you ever watch the Space Mutiny episode of Mystery Science Theater? Yeah. Where they're shouting out like all of the fake names for the main character, like Big Mick Large Hued and yep. Punch Rock Groin. Yep. Steel Awesome sounds like it would be one of those. <laughs> the theme song to this one is actually pretty decent. Yeah. I can't actually remember what it was. So to me, it sounded like a sort of pop rock variation on the stinky and dirty theme. It had a, the the lead singer of, of you know the the band that made this song or whatever um, had a similar tone to his voice to the stinky and dirty guy, except it was more like pop rock Paw Patrol style music. I'm really hoping that one of these days, like we find out that it's some like we come to the the realization that it's like whatever the 2000s pop punk era version of Mark Mothersbaugh is, like you know because he was. He went off and started doing all this like um, soundtrack music, and he did the theme to Rugrats and all this other stuff. And he was from Devo. Yeah. And so I'm I'm hoping that that like all of these pop punk sounding TV themes, like for Mickey and the Roadster Racers and Paw Patrol and all those, end up being like from some you know it's the lead singer. Or it's like the bassist of Simple Plan has been writing all of these. It's the it's the guitarist from the Starting Line. <laughs> Who do you think it is? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Do you think do you think he's gonna hear this and be like, oh someone remembers me? I loved the starting line. Do you remember his name? I bet you that would make his sure day. don't. <laughs> there are very few musicians where I actually know the people in the band by name. She's lying. She knows so much about music. She's just trying to cover you know, she's just trying to save face here in case Guitar Man from Starting Line is actually. Yeah, I'm sorry, starting line. I just don't know your names. I never bothered to look. <laughs> They were all sitting on their tour bus, so excited, and now they're just faces falling. You think oh. they're on a tour bus? Oh, honey. <laughs> no, I assume no thank you, dinosaurs. They're not anywhere right now. They're I, home. I assume they're doing one of those tours like you see uh, that come by through like the casinos in the area where it's like, it's Sticks and Motley Crue and Rat and Cinderella and Tesla <laughs> all on one stage. Like they play, they each come on, they play three songs, and they're gone. 
And they're all on one bus together. I was more thinking because most states don't allow gatherings over 50 people right now that they were probably home. Oh, I thought you were saying that like their careers were over and... No, no. Um, I mean, they, they probably could still make music from home, but they you can't really do concerts right now. Uh, we just saw a concert, so... You can't really do tours right now. Yeah, that's true. We, we just saw Bare Naked Ladies do a concert digitally and it was pretty great yeah it was pretty entertaining they kept um they'll do a uh you know a bit from a song and then put the microphones out to the audience waiting for them to sing and nothing <laughs> happened and they would just keep doing it <laughs> it was like one sound guy that they kept shouting at to sing louder yeah, it was really funny yeah it's really good if you get a chance to see bnl digitally i'd recommend it best concert we saw all year <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> that's more for you i've only seen like eight concerts you've seen like 300 yeah i miss music anyway uh back to ricky zoom. ricky zoom so steel awesome is american because of course he is mm -hmm. and they do this thing in the show where if you picture the front of like a i don't know motorcycle brand so i don't know why i'm trying to relay this to you but uh like a is Kawasaki a brand? So I remember they used to have those Kawasaki Power Wheels, Yamaha? the Kawasaki Ninja. Or is that just pianos? Anyway, if you picture the the motorcycles that have like that plastic body on the front of it, mm -hmm. it's got like a, like in front of the handlebars. They they put the heads of these people on that plastic body, except it's like jutting out a little bit and it moves like it has a neck and it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> and the fact that there's no... Um... You're right. It is. It doesn't horrible. have hair. It's just like a. It's like a thumb sticking off the front of this plastic piece with eyes and a mouth that moves with a like necks type thing. And there's not a lot of like texture because their face. Oh, like all of their paint jobs are shiny. Right. So like they're supposed to be metal or plastic. And there's not a lot of definition around the edge of their mouth. Right. So it almost looks like liquid paint moving, and you're seeing like a little air bubble, <laughs> which is their mouth, as it's just kind of like opening and closing. I feel like you're describing it a tad trippier than it actually was, but it is super creepy. What weirded me out more were the two of them. The um, I'm looking at my cheat sheet here. Loop Hoopla and DJ Rumbler were both like the motorcycles where the headlights are mounted kind of up and in those cylindrical things yep. rather than as part of the front bit. Right. We're, we're big gearheads, as you know. <laughs> I didn't even know it was called gearheads. <laughs> I'm 90% sure that's the right term. <laughs> but those two, because they have the, the eyes above and it's still where the headlights would be. So they just have eyes kind of on the top of their head and they look like weird bug creatures yeah. or kind of like that you remember in Futurama that stabby robot that liked to stab people yes yeah they, they look like him whatever his name was do you remember that was it I think Weevil stuff the Mr. Stabby video Mr. Stabby I that's so I was singing the Mr. Stabby song Were to myself you? today when I was trying to find something under the bed early 2000s flash animations were a thing and those are all gone now basically yeah because like unless the creator took the time to convert them well I'm you think? Because you can't run Flash. But all all Homestar, well, I guess Homestar Runner probably would take the time to convert them because they're still active. Yeah. And yeah, most of their stuff was converted. Um, They did a big conversion project. I think actually, if you remember Newgrounds. I do. They wrote their own like thing to read Flash files so that oh. you could still see all the content. Because Newgrounds is like tons of that era of internet content. 
Are they still around? Yeah. People are still putting stuff on Newgrounds. Wow. It's weird. Like, if you're looking for weirdly violent stick figure animations (laughs) or weird sexy dating games, Newgrounds is the place to go. I'm not. (laughs) That's so weird. So. You and I have very different interests. So anyway. uh, Right. Ricky Zoom. Yeah. these, These motorcycles are super creepy. And there's a bit in this first episode where um loop loop loopy loop hoopla loop whatever uh gets a flat tire he's figuring out that he's getting this flat tire by rearing up on his back wheel holding his front wheel in the air and says something weird is happening (laughs) and he's just like standing there standing like a bike does (laughs) yeah and then he goes back down on all wheels and his back tire just goes flat and i don't know that much about vehicles but i feel like that's not how that works well no i have nothing to contribute i know nothing about vehicles <laughs> but you're right it doesn't seem right anytime that i've dealt with low air and tires it's been like a, a gradual thing and they didn't really show him like running over a piece of glass or like riding up on the curb for a second right or, like, he just, it just randomly gets a flat well uh, I'm sure it's to create suspense, right? Because I think the at this point, they're all trying to make it to this Steel Awesome show that was announced 20 minutes ago and is going to be over in three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just long enough for them to realize that Loop has a flat and try to take him to get it fixed and then try to attempt to make the show. Um, so I guess in this car world, they don't have fix a flat or yeah. that goo stuff that you can spray in there and it like the green goo, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody has extra tires. Don't Vespas usually have? Oh, maybe not. What's in the in the the boot of the Vespa? I think that's where you can put like your snacks, like a sandwich or like Ooh. like a baguette and snacks. like a some brie. I I just assume like Vespas are very much French. Yeah, very European. <laughs> Even Rome, though it's like movies Italian, like Roman right? Holiday and the Lizzie McGuire movie, like they're just kind of in my head as like Roman things. Isn't a Vespa an Italian word? I don't know. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being one of those words that like. It's just made to sound Italian, but isn't really Italian. Well, Vespa does sound kind of like Nispa, which is French. Which is kind of like Italian. Well, I th- you said baguette and brie, oh, so yes, I assumed yeah. you were going the French direction. Yeah, yeah, I don't Ooh, know. that's what... a good movie title. The French Direction? Yeah. I mean, there's the French Connection. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Doesn't make it any less good. No, it's still still a good movie. To- I mean, like, still, like, <laughs> keep, I'm not going to stop your screenplay. Keep writing it. Put it together. <laughs> We're making a lot of connections with with Hollywood types through this podcast, so yes, this is a good place too. I thought this while we were watching in the scene where he pops his tire, and it's a question I've seen asked about the Cars movies as well. Why are there sidewalks? And does that mean he broke his leg? <laughs> That's so horrifying. Yep, sure is. Although I could see, especially like, with how happy or lucky he is about it. With like a teen comedy, I could see a teen comedy of like, oh my god, our favorite band's playing a secret show in town in an hour. Uh, Lou, I don't know what the the human version of loop hoopla for. An- Louis broke his leg. It doesn't matter. Just wrap duct tape around it. We got to get to that concert. Like I can or see that kind of story going on. Maybe because it's like a flat tire, it's more like either a sprained ankle or it's the whatever the male equivalent is of a heel breaking. Oh yeah, what would the male equivalent of that be? I don't know. We don't really have shoes that can break in I mean, dramatic I mean, situations. Unless you're like in drag or that definitely or would, just really like high heels. That's allowed. 
That's true. Yeah, I I'm just thinking like of the standard like in like a in, in men's a team. yeah typical men's shoes. There there is nothing that could break that would prevent you from getting to a show quickly. You and I were envisioning I very different teen shoe. movies. I think you watch more Netflix, so you're, you're envisioning a much more inclusive teen movie. Whereas I'm yeah. envisioning like Road 80s, Trip, yeah, <laughs> or Euro Trip, like very exclusive teen movies. Yep, yep. But Maybe. why are there sidewalks in these worlds? Why why does the cars like why does Radiator Springs have sidewalks? Why did this town have sidewalks? don't know who is that for because there's no bikes there's no that we've seen yeah we didn't see any sentient hot dog carts or anything like that but but if there's theoretically if vehicles are alive then maybe the sidewalks are used for like lawnmowers and robot vacuums that's fair that's very fair in fact i bet cars in the cars realm would own robot vacuums as pets and they would walk them there's there's weird ethical implications there that I don't <laughs> like cuz there's like in the cars movie they have that uh they have Bessie the the road paver. Yep. Is Bessie it's supposed to be like a cow, right? right? Or a bull or something. Like some of those an- some of those cars are more like animals like the tractors and then the big combine harvester. Yep. Why are they animals and the others human cars? Where is... It's a weird delineation. Why are we humans and apes apes? Explain that. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure I learned this in school. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think it has something to do with thumbs. Oh. uh And uh um, we were able to... I got it. What's that? Combine harvesters don't have thumbs. (laughs) That's that's what it is. (laughs) You know what it is? What? We have harvested the power of man's red flower, fire. And so we have that and we can be men. And I don't know what that's a reference to. Some Jungle Book. The, oh. I want to be like you. Give me the power of man's red flower. He sings the song to... Yeah, I guess I never Louis, knew that line. Louis Prima sings that to, to Mowgli. And I love Louis Prima. He's really great. We're doing everything we can to not talk about Ricky Zoom. It, you know what? You know why? Why is that? Because it was fine. Like it wasn't... It wasn't good. It wasn't terrible i mean i mean even our kid he watched it with us and he didn't care like he watched but he he was like uh, when when it was done andrew had promised him we could watch one episode of bluey and he was like yay bluey and he's like jumping up and down and nothing all through ricky zoom he just stared and then when it was over he was like all right cool well then let's 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 charge through this i want to point out that when they get to they go to some place some mechanics shop which i guess is the equivalent of a doctor to get his flat tire broken leg sorted out, right? Yep. And there's now a pizza delivery Vespa that's up there trying to sort out how it ran over a pizza and it's covered in cheese and maybe a little creamy garlic dipping sauce too. <laughs> that's not me just like extrapolating. That was a line from yep. the show. Which means there's cows. Yep. And and that... Theoretically, there's humans, right? Because who would be eating the pizza? This show didn't address at any, at least in the two episodes we watched, what they ate. Like, in the Cars universe, they make it clear that they eat, they consume gas and motor oil. Right. Like, that's a thing that they, they sort out. That's so what their restaurants serve. Exactly. In this one, though, there's clearly a pizza joint. They, eat, they, they call out pizza by name. So who is that pizza for? Huh. And it's not like stinky and dirty where it's kind of implied that there might also be humans. Like, I think there's that, like that, that episode where they're helping Santa deliver Christmas presents. Right. Or the one where they help that helicopter deliver a birthday present to the island. Right. 
and like there's like a human that gets the present so there's like a a clear cohabitation there humans and sentient car bots living side by side i wonder if that's the intention where like these shows are supposed to be a glimpse at what vehicles do when they're not with their human sort of i don't like that (laughs) (laughs) i don't like that at all i mean i didn't like this show so that's fine (laughs) there's just are there any vehicles that haven't been made into children's shows yet there's been like sentient boats and helicopters and planes and cars was that a Roomba? Yeah. Oh, there was that. There was that Disney Robots movie. I wonder if they hadn't like. Oh right. I never I saw don't that think one. We've seen that. That's one of those ones that I think. I mean, it's forgotten. Brave Little Toaster. For Christ's sake, I'm oh. sure most things have wasn't been there turned. A, wasn't there a lawnmower and a vacuum in Brave Little Toaster? Not a Roomba, but yes. Well, yeah, but a, a living vacuum. Yes. And there are multiple Brave Little Toasters. I remember being terrified of something in the middle of the Brave Little Toaster movie. Was it the furnace? Probably, or something to do with the with the vacuum getting sucked up into the furnace or something, or almost did. Yeah. There was something in the middle of that movie that terrified me, and I did not see the whole movie for a very long time. There's there's a couple of those movies where I'm like, I've been thinking, like, we should hold off on showing those to Sam. Like that, the the Secret of Nim movie, I remember being particularly terrifying at certain points. I don't remember that one. Um, That's a good one. It's very good, but very scary. Uh, then he watched that... Um. What was the one with the creepy guy whose eyes get pecked out by crows? Oh, God, what? Uh, was that We're Back? I don't remember that. It was that. the creepy crow guy. Oh, no, like the crows eat him and all that's left is his glass eye. I don't remember that at all. I think that's, I think that's We're Back, a dinosaur story. Oh, my God. That, that was intense. Those Don Bluth ones were all over the place. I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so what happens? What, 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 oh, are, we, what are we doing matters. here? What, uh, we, what happens? It barely matters. But so they they missed the show, as I alluded to. Mm-hmm. It took literally three minutes to do. And then everyone's coming out of the show by the time they get there saying, oh, it was the best thing I've ever seen. And they're all like, oh, we missed it. So <laughs> steal And awesome. you don't know this, but these are spot on impressions. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do a British accent. They're not quite spot on. So Steel Awesome comes out and he's like, oh man, that ending was missing something. Loop, who's been desperately trying to get to the show despite still having a flat tire, hops down off the trailer that they were originally bringing him on and hops on his front tire. And Steel Awesome says, hold on, do that again. And Loop says, what, this? And he, and he hops on his tire and Steel says, that's what I've been missing. You guys want to watch me do the ending of the show again? So, of course, because that's exactly where you go with this storyline, mm-hmm. they get a chance to watch Steel Awesome do his thing and add hopping on his tire to the ending of the show because that is what it was missing, apparently. <laughs> the eff- Effectively, what it was missing is hopping on one foot. <laughs> Which is like... You remember in the X Games when Tony Hawk would do like a 1080 on one foot. and then hop on one foot afterwards? <sighs> you know what really pissed me off with this? Fi- because they're making a, a big deal about how great this final trick is going to be, right? And then everyone goes nuts for it. Where are they having this show? They're having it effectively at a skate park for cars. Yep. Like it's like a Hot Wheels track. There's loops and there's jumps and there's little like banks and things like that. His final trick was going around the track for Again. the purpose it was intended for. Like he doesn't like he goes through the loops, but that's not impressive because they were loops that were built there. So clearly they know that these are all things that can be done. I don't want to stick up for this show in any way, shape, or form. Oh my god, what's about to happen? However, 
based on the second story in this episode, mm-hmm. I think there were some additions to this park for his show, including the loop-de-loop and the the ramp and stuff. Because oh. the second part, the second story is about these idiot motorcycles trying to get their rescue badges so they can be rescue motorbikes or whatever. Man, kids love rescue oh, stuff. Oh, God. Anyway, um... <laughs> Lights and noise. I mean, it's like the most basic entertainment you could possibly get. They're not there yet. It's fine. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're trying to get the rescue badges in that park. Mm-hmm. And some of those things were not there. I think. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't make this show better or the story right, but better. Like, but he goes through a loop, right? Like it's boring. It's boring. They're, they're all he. They're, You're literally just driving on a road. It just happens to be a loopy road. Like nothing he did, other than hopping on his front tire, is something that couldn't be done on our son's existing Hot Wheel tracks. Right, and like Sam can hop on one foot. Yes. So he can't run through a loop. Because that's just not, he can't run fast enough. But like his Hot Wheel cars can go over jumps. They can yep. do that. They can come around turns. It it made me so mad because like it's not, this was not a trick. Nope. He was just using the equipment as it was intended to be used when it was built. What was the moral of this episode? Well, thank by God the way? it seemed like it was a free show. <laughs> it did. It did. So all you wasted was your time. Um, the moral was don't give up would be my guess because the loop character mm-hmm. despite being freaking thrown off the back of the trailer <laughs> into a bush because his friends can't hold their horses and drive um, at the speed limit his friends are so dumb like they just were not paying attention to him like how how are you helping your friend who is injured and then well, where'd he go we lost him yeah like he, that's that's 90s teen comedy that's that would happen in road trip yep and he was still somehow happy-go-lucky and like, I'll figure it out. I'll get there in time. Don't worry. And that sort of thing. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to come back to this later. I just had an amazing realization about this and another piece of car-related media that you and I both love equally. <laughs> Give me the weirdest face right now. Okay. So the second story starts. Ricky's coaching badge. Probably. They're trying to go for their rescue badges, which I would guess is the equivalent of what, like CPR training or something. <laughs> it's not, I don't know, exciting. <laughs> As it starts, I get a work email and I try to read that instead of watching the show. And I feel like that just says so much that I'm actively wanting to read my work email <laughs> instead of watching Ricky Zoom. <laughs> it's, I, I almost feel bad because it's like, you know, there's a lot of people who worked on this show who were just like, yeah, all right, uh, fine, rescue badge. Like, it's because this is all being driven to sell a toy. Like, yeah. this is all like, I'm sure they had the toys designed and, all right, write a show about that ch- motorcycle. Right. Well, what does it do? Well, it has eyes and has lights here and has these things and thrust when you push this button, this happens. Why? Doesn't matter. Just write a show about it. Okay, rescue badges. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, it's incredibly boring. And mediocre. And I, you know, sometimes I feel bad calling kids shows boring and mediocre because I realize we are not their audience. And that's kind of part of the fun of this podcast is that we're poking fun as if we are their audience. That's, sure. That's the point. But in this particular case, the fact that our our almost five-year-old son also did not give a shit about <laughs> Ricky Zoom and anything he was doing by the end of the episode was very entertaining for me. And I feel less bad. And- 
we ended it and watched an episode of Bluey and you're like, oh, this is so much better. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is so good. This is what happens when you have probably a good budget mm-hmm. and really good writers who really care about the content and aren't trying to kowtow to what Americans think kids need to learn from television. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> back to the plot of episode two of Ricky Zoom. Oh, do we have to? Yeah. I well, We just have to hit the, the major points. So in this episode, we find out that these cars are going for their rescue badges, but they already have like wicked souped up attachments and shit that we didn't know about. The powers that they revealed made me so mad. <laughs> Ricky has like a spoiler and like tactical visor to see information and rocket boosts uh-huh. and Scudio has robots that she calls scoop ups they're like these little like six balls that go around and can clean stuff up for her the green one uh dj rumbler or whatever his name is he's got a big like scoopy arm thing what do you call those a that, digger a digger like like a like a digger has yep <laughs> and then the one pissing off Loop has fucking jump jets to fly through the... What was the point of the entire previous episode if Loop can fucking fly around? The whole thing was about him not being... He can fly. He can fucking fly. I was so mad. Oh, I didn't even put that together. It's amazing. Well, what made me mad is they're in this park. They're going for these rescue badges and the edict from what I assume is one of their parents. Yeah, they're um, they're Ricky Zoom's Zoom's parents. Their names are, if you're if you care, Hank and Helen Zoom. Oh, that's boring. It's super boring. Compared to Slim Mitch Large Huge or whatever. (laughs) Slim Mitch Large Huge. (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) Slim Mitch Large Huge. Steel Awesome? No. The crazy name that we named a dessert after. Oh. (laughs) Slim Mitch Large Huge is not a dessert I would order. (laughs) But, you know, a Slim Mitch sounds like it's a fancy cocktail. It does. No, Scudio Whizbang. All right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, then Scudio Whizbang, DJ Rumbler, Loop, and Hank. And Helen. And Helen. (laughs) So... The parent bikes are apparently spies or something. They've got like the cool visors and and whatever else added mm-hmm. to them. And they're in this park with these kid bikes, I guess, trying to get them to get their badges. And they say, okay, so we have a bunch of missions for like pretend missions set up for you. And when you complete the missions, you get your badge. And it seems like they're very clearly saying you need to complete a mission and then you get your badge. You, Ricky, and you, Loop. And I know that the reason that they did this is because they wanted the moral to be, oh, you need to work together. But you don't work together to get a Girl Scout badge. Like, you have to sell the cookies. <laughs> you have to go into nature and pick some damn flowers or whatever. You do, like, it's not, unless the badges literally work together, like, or team effort or whatever, then you, you have to do a mission thing and show that you can do a thing if you individually are becoming a rescue guy because otherwise what do you do if you're alone without your team can you not rescue anybody anymore and to make clear when they failed the first mission because they didn't work together as a team they did save the guy right he was sure it worked every time it was just that ricky was being like overzealous and figuring out how to do it his way instead of working with the team but again like 
okay, so Ricky gets his badge and nobody else does because they didn't figure it out. <laughs> and they could have easily solved that by having the mission fail. Right. He try like, he jumps ahead, he doesn't listen to them, or he's ignoring their input, or they're not working together as a team, and so they don't succeed in saving this motorcycle that's stuck in a tree. But he succeeds every time. Right. So, like, I feel like that undercuts the message of the whole thing. And this is where I, I want to talk, you know, the thing I told you to put a little pin in. The message of the first episode is never give up. The message of the second episode is the only thing better than hard work is teamwork. Oh my god! This is just stolen from elbow grease. See, or did elbow grease steal from this? What do you think is more likely that <laughs> Ricky Zoom stole from John Cena, or John Cena ripped off Ricky Zoom? I honestly don't know. I want to believe that John Cena is a better man. That if he's going to rip off a TV show, I do he'd really rip like off a John better Cena. one. But at least, but he ripped off an overseas one, so copyright probably doesn't apply in the same way. I mean, I, I'm not. Ta- I'm just thinking, like you know, personally, he seems like a, oh. like a stand-up guy. Yeah, he does. Based on right. like the two Reddit posts I've read about him, so yeah, he's adorable. Yeah. The other thing going on in this story is that Scudio took her scoop up bots and left them to clean up the mechanics place. Right. And she put them in automatic mode to go clean up, and they've gone haywire like robots always do in TV shows, and they're now just like. Cleaning up everything and trying to eat the mechanic Maxwell. They're not cleaning up everything. They're demolishing things. Yes. Like, part of the story to get them to calm the fuck down is they do leave a trail of trash. And they are dusting these things. Literally turning cans and things into dust. And this also... Which is terrifying. I don't know if this is a ripoff or not, but that exact same solution is proposed in an episode of Stinky and Dirty when they're trying to track down oh, really? the... Um, the space rover, and they're trying to get it to follow them, that uh, Stinky keeps throwing out little bits of trash for it to find as samples that it's collecting. Oh, cute. Yeah, it's much cuter than this show. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that Scudio talks about how they're in automatic mode and they won't listen to her. And I'm trying to understand a world where you'd create a robot and put it, that you can put into automatic mode, and then you have no control over it anymore. Well, not only do they not listen to her, but she, her reasoning for not being able to turn them off automatic mode is that they're moving too much they're robots cleaning robots that you put in automatic (laughs) but like i i don't know if that like she's just the dumbest robot owner or they just didn't like they didn't expect anyone over the age of six to look invent robots and she's also got a drone in the back of her oh right that just seems to work just fine that one was just fine yeah i feel bad for DJ Tumblr, whatever his name is, because that scoop kind of sucks. <laughs> DJ could... Tumblr is not as cool of a name as DJ Rumbler. Was it Rumbler? Yes. Okay. <laughs> DJ Tumblr. There's a joke in that, and I don't know enough about Tumblr I... to make it. Oh, I was thinking of like a, a Tumblr, like a cup. Oh. Just <laughs> <laughs> way more boring than what you were thinking. <laughs> Either way, not a great DJ. No. But his, his scoop power is just kind of like... Like, that's a Paw Patrol power. That kind of sucks in comparison to yeah. having all of your own robots or having Rockets. jump jets. Yeah, I don't know. This show sucked. Um, <laughs> they stopped the robots with a tarp. Yep. After all that of that. they tied up like like a sack. Because <laughs> Ricky does like his, they throw the tarp over it and they're like, oh God, a tarp wasn't able to stop six robots because they can just keep moving underneath the tarp because tarps weigh like two pounds. Yeah. And Ricky's like, don't worry, I'll get them. Again, you 
jumping ahead and not using teamwork to save the day. He does the final bit all by himself. And he does his like Sailor Moon transformation where they show his things going on, then his his visor going on, and the spoiler coming out, and the jump jets. And then he drives at like 20 miles an hour a block down the road and then wraps them up and it's done. Oh, and he's got like, I don't know if all of, they didn't all have visors. It was just him, right? Yeah. So he's got like a Jarvis style visor yeah. where he can see, you know, things overlaid the scene with moving and like zoning in on things. I don't know. And the second that the credits hit, our son shouts out, Bluey time! Yeah. Which was like, this is a show about rescue motorcycles. This should have been. There weren't any sirens. There weren't any lights. No, no, but that. There weren't any pups. There were robots. That's true, I suppose. Look, I. mm, (laughs) I want to say this show doesn't suck. Uh, I'm having a hard time saying that. But I will also say it's fine. Like if the whole point of this is to let parents know if you get stuck watching this show with your kid, what kind of shit are you in for? Yeah. You're in for some shit. It's not, it's not an amazing show, but it's fine. It's. You know what it is? This is like. You're not going to want to tear your eyes out. This is the Wendy's of living car-based rescue shows. Like. Yeah. Right. Like you never choose Wendy's. But it's fine. But it's fine. Yeah. Like it's, I would rather watch another episode of this than Mighty Express. Yeah. Because Mighty Express was just too over the top cloying and you could see all the play sets while you were watching it. Right. Whereas this, like I know that toys exist of this show because I checked and can confirm, but I'm not looking at it and saying like, that's designed to be a playset, not because it makes sense in this show. Right. This is almost the other direction of like. What's the least amount of work we can do to turn a house into a house that a motorcycle could live in? Right. <laughs> okay, make the door wider and put a ramp down the side. Right. Nailed it. Yeah, this this wasn't as disgusting as like um, the Hatchimals. Or, oh, God. Or the, um, no, that's not what I was thinking of, the Elf on a Shelf. Let's, let's, now that you've mentioned Hatchimals, do we want to talk about the fact that we now own a Hatchimal? Yes. Um, so apparently our amazing generous in-laws took the fact well, your in-laws we yes, don't we don't sorry. share in-laws it's fine whatever <laughs> i just want i don't want people to think we've got some sort of weird thing your in-laws my actual parents uh took our discussion of hatchimal toys in a previous episode as some sort of challenge <laughs> and mailed our son one <laughs> Um, which worked out quite well because the day that we moved into our new house, I needed to keep him entertained for a while while movers were getting things situated and waiting for that thing to hatch and then taking care of the hatchimal while it was in its, I don't know, infant stage or whatever, entertained him quite a bit. Hatchy the hatchimal. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not the most creative name in the world, but no. he's pretty in love. He, he loves the thing. Yeah, he does. He it's, does. it's creepy. It's less creepy than a Furby. But still creepy. I think what creeps me out about it more than a Furby is that I know there's more going on inside of it. Yeah. And I don't think it's even reached its like child stage, right? Because isn't it supposed to be able to say his name? Yeah. I don't like that. possibly say words. I don't want it to talk. (laughs) I don't like, I'm fine with it at its its undeveloped stage here. Let's leave it there. Yeah. They're weird. They, They really are. They make me uncomfortable. If you have any Hatchimal experiences you'd like to tell us about, or you also hate Ricky Zoom, or you want to talk to us about your favorite 
old-timey Newgrounds flash animation, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on social media. We are on Instagram at Screen Time is Cancelled. We are on Twitter at STIC Podcast. And you can also email us at ScreenTimeIsCancelled at gmail.com. Cancelled has two L's. You've had the last month off from me reminding you to write us a review, but I'm going to remind you again to write us a review. We're going to get back to just weekly reminders if you haven't done it already. And if you have, I apologize for this. I really shouldn't be so hard on you. <laughs> well, you're better than a reminder app. Right? So regular. Screen Time is Cancelled is written and produced by your host, Andrew and Alan. Our theme music is Winner Winner by Kevin McLeod. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you!